0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the uh, Shit Getting Stuck Inside People Again edition.
1: Ah, uh, yes! Part <laughs> deux! <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I can't believe I just said part deux. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could be part trois at this point. I have no part idea. Part trois.
1: We've done a lot of uh, episodes about things stuff inside people. In, yeah, It might be like part 25, <laughs> <I> mean,
0: <laughs> to be honest. I think a majority of our episodes are it's a shit inside people shit inside people god yeah and it, it might be 25 because this is in between E 25 hell yeah uh, embedded bullet causes lead poisoning 14 years later Damn. and uh, <laughs> and a man's dentures uh get stuck in his throat after surgery so those are our <laughs> true stories today couple doozies man um <laughs>
1: Uh, full disclosure: Jill told me. Sometimes she tells me the title. Sometimes she doesn't. She told me the title uh, before we recorded this, and uh, I said, "How l- how long were the man's dentures stuck in his throat? Fourteen years."
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, it was. Uh, we'll get into the numbers, and one day is too long. Honestly, I, I think
1: three minutes is too long. To be so, honest, I think one minute. I think at all. This
0: too yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I am Jill Chacha, and I am with the amazing. Uh, she's got all her teeth, Marissa Riley. I've got all my teeth, y'all. <laughs> I yeah.
1: I woke up. I put on some pants today. I am amazing. High five. High five.
0: Great stuff. And before we get into our two stories, uh, we wanted to just thank and shout out uh, Kissy4647 for their fucking amazing review on Apple Podcasts. Fuck yes. Hailing from the glorious UK, Kissy wrote, you scream, I scream, Marissa screams a lot. I do! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do. I didn't
1: realize I screamed so much. Uh, until uh, Kissy4647 pointed that out. And uh, I hope it's not ruining y'all's
0: experiences. it's a a five-star experience, according to uh, Kissy. That's true. This is true. Uh, They said, Every week I listen and the in-betweenies, I sit mouth agape at the stories I hear. Most of the stories seem so unreal that there's no doubt they're real. It's a successful week if I've screamed and laughed as much as Marissa. So, I mean, (laughs) what a review. (laughs) Fantastic.
1: I a lot of these things are funny, but for the most part they are horrifying. Yeah. Uh so I am screaming
0: on behalf of the listeners. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah I I I can't wait to do this live, like in front of an audience so we could have like a collective screaming. That's what I, I want. That's I my, that's my dream. I, we should just if we do a live <laughs> show, we should just
1: start with a collective scream. <laughs> Because I know there are people who are listening to this who want to scream either about the podcast or about their lives. Mm -hmm. So I think we all just need to scream. And I know you can't because you are stuck inside, you know, a building or a house full of people. Right. You don't want to freak them out. Right.
0: All right. Collective screaming. Put that on the list of things to do. All right. (laughs) Podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) Should we begin today's episode? We shall. In between E025. Okay. So let's start with the... Embedded bullet. How about that? Yes. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Okay. Let's head over to the city of Chicago in early 2018. There, a 46-year-old man walked into the emergency room of John H. Stroger Hospital of Cook County. He complained of severe chronic pain in his left knee, and when doctors took a look-see, the left knee was about the size of a small balloon. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yes. That's too big. (laughs) it's, It's big. When visiting the emergency room or any doctor visit, really, you're asked for your medical history. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman happened to reveal he was shot in that knee back in 2004. Uh, needless to say, this now became a case that was more complicated than just arthritis. <laughs> yep, yep. And yeah. you know what I'm going to ask? Yeah. Are we going to talk about that shooting? <laughs> so, um, yeah, we will continue. Okay, let's, okay, let's That's okay. That's a good question. Let's get into That's it. A good question. Quote, radiographs obtained at the time of the injury, again, 14 years prior, showed a metallic bullet embedded in the posterior weight-bearing surface of the lateral femoral condyle and metallic debris within the joint. Yay. As seen seen in panel A, end quote. And we're going to explain a lot of fancy shit words in a minute. But first, would you like to see panel A? Of course. I also want to point
1: out that metallic debris... In the body. Yeah. Sounds like worst case
0: scenario. <laughs> it's not good. It's not, not good. You don't want that there.
1: I'm not going to lie. If you have to Google, what do I do with the metallic debris in my body? <laughs> hospital for you. Yeah. It's a hospital for it's you. A
0: hospital, <laughs> is it? Minimum. Uh, by the way, this quote was from lead toxicity from a retained bullet. Uh, the study in the New England Journal of Medicine. We're basing our episode on this, and the X-rays are from that study too. Uh, we'll put all of the pics on our Instagram. Well, that's interesting, Pod. So you can play along as, <laughs> uh, as uh, we go through this. You can scream with me, scream at, at in your real time. preferred volume. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for Panel A? Probably not, but you you got to show it to me. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh oh it's bad okay so uh what i'm looking at in panel a is an x-ray of a knee um i don't know much about bones but it does look like a knee and uh it looks like the part uh you know i don't know what i'm this is gonna sound really stupid where the 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 the
0: leg <laughs> damn <it. laughs> With you. Okay, it's a, it's a. I'm just watching you struggle. And it's the cutest thing. It's the the
1: knee joint. Yes. Okay, the knee joint. It's we're looking at the knee joint where the bones sort of converge. Yeah. Question mark. Sure. Anyways, inside one of the bones is a large white spot, which I'm assuming is some metallic debris. It's that goddamn bullet. And I see a couple little white, other teeny tiny white flecks, and I'm wondering if that's more metallic debris.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, okay, so this is the interactive portion of our show. Yes. Okay, let's do it. Uh, everyone, take your finger. All right. I and got it. stick it in the small, soft spot, just to the left of your kneecap. Okay. All right. All right. Push it in there. And this little area is the lateral femoral condyle. Those okay. fancy words. And it's at the very end of your thigh bone, called the femur. So all that's right. that's all that is. That's where the bullet landed, just to the left of his kneecap. I see. There you go. I see.
1: I am following along. I'm really proud of myself.
0: Yeah, this is great. Uh, So after getting shot, no surgery was performed to remove the bullet. (sighs) And Michael Schendelbeck, MD, the interim program director of Cook County Hospital's Emergency Medicine Residency, told Gizmodo in an interview... I'm not certain why the bullet was left in place initially in 2004. Okay. <laughs> so let's put a pin in this, though, okay? Yeah, let's definitely come back to this. Um, <laughs> want I know what was going on there. So new radiographs were performed, and holy shit, you won't believe your eyes. Quote, the bullet had fragmented into metallic particles throughout the joint and the synovium, as seen in panel B. And would you like to see panel B? The, oh, fuck yeah. The after- after 2004 yes show me the b 2014
1: sorry 2018 oh no yeah it's bad okay so before there was like one big white spot with a bunch of teeny tiny little white spots and here it looks like clouds all over this knee joint there are a couple of big white spots it it almost looks like um like fungus or something has sprouted up. Yeah. Um so
0: it looks bad. Yeah, it looks it's um it, it almost looks like sand also. Like like yeah. if you just sprinkled sand or some shit like just the bullet is now no longer one bullet. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's much more. Yeah. Uh, and just to be clear, the synovium is just connective tissue that lines the inside of a joint. Uh so For over 14 years, this bullet was slowly breaking down, dissolving, and releasing lead into his bloodstream. And knee pain was just the beginning of his problems. Uh. So, blood tests revealed he had developed anemia, a condition where you lack enough healthy red blood cells to carry adequate oxygen to your body's tissues. Mm. This This was discovered with a hemoglobin test, and hemoglobin are those red blood cells that carry the oxygen around your body, you know? Yeah. So the man's levels were 9.1, where a healthy level is somewhere between 12.9 and 16.8. So yay, low, 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 low. low. And this anemia was a symptom of, you guessed it, good old fashioned lead poisoning. Fuck yeah. That's right. Now, before we get into some fun facts about lead poisoning, uh, let's continue focusing on the dude for a minute. Yes. Now, to get that lead out, he underwent chelation therapy. And would you please read from the always optimistic website, (laughs) webmd.com, about what chelation therapy is?
1: I'm I'm already feeling like I haven't started reading the quote, but every time I read WebMD, I feel personally attacked. Yes. So let's all remember this has nothing to do with us. (laughs) I'll take a moment and remember this quote is not about us. It's not going to ruin our days. Okay, quote, uh, when metals like lead, mercury, iron, and arsenic build up in your body, they can be toxic. Chiladin therapy is a treatment that uses medicine to re- remove these metals so they don't make you sick. Awesome. Uh, Chelation therapy uses special drugs that bind to metals in your blood. Uh, you get the chelating medicine through an intravenous tube uh, in your arm. Uh, it's also available in pill form. Once the drug has attached to the metal, your body removes them both through your pee. End quote. There you go. Awesome. So, okay, something wonderful that came out of WebMD. Yeah. For once. Um, so it sounds like you take this medicine, it absorbs or attaches yep. to uh, these harmful materials, and then you pee it
0: out. Then you just take a piss. Beautiful. Hey. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah. That is good news. And the therapy worked and prepared him for the next step, which was to remove all those toxic metal fucking shards. Yeah. Quote, but the man left the hospital before the surgery could take place and the doctors weren't able to get in touch with him again. End quote. What? <laughs> so remember when I said, like, put a pin in 2004 when the doctors didn't remove the bullet? Yeah. It's probably, probably because he left. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. You need to, I mean... You need to
1: not ghost your you don't, doctors, don't, no, especially especially when you've been shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am the last person to talk about this. Don't I mean you know don't don't ghost your doctor go, yeah. uh, when you've been
0: shot. Yeah, uh, but luckily he came to his senses. I mean maybe he realized he could easily get lead poisoning again. Uh, so continuing from Gizmodo.com, quote, he has returned several times since I first submitted the case report to the New England Journal of Medicine this past March, and he did have surgery to remove some of the joint capsule, um, the tissue that was absorbing the lead, in April, said Michael Schildenbach, uh, the writer and doctor. Uh His follow-up from that point has been spotty at best, (laughs) and his serum lead levels remain pretty elevated to this day, end quote. Oh,
1: no. So,
0: he is a difficult patient, but he will survive his 14-year-plus ordeal. And if you're wondering if he was the first person to get lead poisoning from an embedded bullet... Fuck no. Human beings have been doing this shit for hundreds of years. Not surprised. <laughs> uh, but thanks to the internets and specifically the National Library of Medicine website, pubmed.gov. Nice. You could do a little research. And uh, if you enter lead poisoning caused by bullet, 186 cases come up. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's too many. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, also, a little timeline pops up too, and it ranges from... Like 1917 to 2021. Huh. And each year has like a little bar representing, there's like a little bar over it representing like the case numbers. Right. And uh, boy, howdy. Uh, the trend is pretty clear. We are living in the golden age of embedded bullets causing lead poisoning. No. Record number of cases in 1994. Uh, there were 10 cases there. Shit. 2016 had eight. 2017 had seven. Uh, no cases yet in 2021, but... You know, what is it? February, yeah. March. So it's young. It's not too Maybe late. Year is young. No, you it's not too late. We can still. <laughs> we're looking at
1: you, ninety-four. You can still get you can still get some shit embedded. <laughs>
0: uh, another web page you should definitely check out is the wiki for lead poisoning. Fun. Um, there's lots of little <laughs> gems and hidden facts there. Uh, you want to run through a few before the break? I would love to. Okay, so the wiki lists. The possible exposure routes for like how lead might end up in your body, um, some routes can be found in, f- they're just food and paint and soil and water, but it could also be in your opium. So please check uh, your opium sources. Definitely
1: will. We'll be testing all of my um, drugs and uh, <laughs> poppy seed
0: muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, In the summary box on the far right, the only risk factor listed for getting lead poisoning is, quote, being a child. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. And I really dig this fact as well. And could you do the honors and please read us? this fact right here.
1: Of course. Quote, people have been mining and using lead for thousands of years. Descriptions of lead poisoning date uh, to at least 2000 BC while efforts to limit lead's use date back to at least the 16th century. Yeah.
0: End, quote. End quote. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not understand Understate the like how problematic lead poisoning is and its impact, especially on children. Definitely, yes. Uh, developmental delays, learning difficulties, irritability are just some of the symptoms, which, ignored or untreated, can lead to problems as an adult. Um, also, on the wiki page, it notes several shocking studies uh, under the section, simply titled "Violence." Oh no! Uh, quote: "An increase in lead exposure in children." was linked to an increase in aggravated assault rates 22 years later. Wow. For instance, the peak in leaded gasoline use in the late 1970s corresponds to a peak peak in aggravated assault rates in the late 1990s in urban areas across the United States, end quote. What? Yeah. What? I'm going to
1: scream again. (laughs) What a fascinating connection.
0: That is insane. Yeah. So, all shocking, but thankfully all very preventable and now treatable. And after the break, we're going to talk about dentures getting stuck in a throat, which which was also preventable. Definitely. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) I I see that as very preventable. Yeah. We'll be back. Sounds good.
0: And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. We didn't ghost you. Nope. like, Like some other people. Yeah. Ghosting their doctors. Like some
1: other people with uh, fucking particles in their knees (laughs) who
0: might get lead, who did get lead poisoning. Yeah. We learned a lesson, I think. I think so. Okay. Uh, Now, let's move on to the second half of our show. Uh, And we have to go back in time now to 2019. Long time ago. Yes, (laughs) a couple of lifetimes ago. And we're in the UK and a 72-year-old man had just been discharged from the hospital for minor surgery. Uh, he had a benign lump in his chest, and it was removed, and all went well. Uh, that's not entirely true. Of course it wasn't! <laughs> so, uh, the lump was removed successfully, but shortly after this procedure, the man would find blood in his mouth, followed by inexplicable pain in his throat and trouble swallowing. Um, He struggled this way for six entire days. Oh, my God. When he decided to head back to the hospital because it got to the point he couldn't eat solid food. No. Yeah. Quote, doctors initially suspected his symptoms were the result of a respiratory infection, possibly mixed with the after effects of having been intubated during surgery. They sent him home with antibiotics and other drugs. And that's from, excuse me, gizmodo.com. Uh, The medical paper that published this man's case, BMJ Case Reports, states that the antibiotics were for what doctors thought was aspiration pneumonia. Okay. Okay. But the 72-year-old man returned home and struggled for two more days trying to swallow the pills (gasps) they gave him. No. But he could not take them and, yes, once again, admitted himself to the same hospital. What is blowing my mind, actually it's not blowing my mind. It's just
1: a clear it's like holding up a mirror to us is that we hate going to doctors. Yeah. And we would rather not be able to swallow for days <laughs> yes. or have lead poisoning or have a, a whatever a bullet in our knee for 14 years. Yeah. And then fucking go talk to someone about it. Yeah. We we gotta go the doctor, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you hear like these like this guy's case where he he's going and they're just not helping. They're just not helping. It's just like we we need something has to start working here. We need better health (laughs) care and we
1: need doctors uh, who listen, who listen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I solved all the problems. I'll write an email
0: podcast over podcast over. (laughs) So uh, where are we? Okay. So he uh, can't take these pills, goes back to the hospital. And would you like to read from the same Gizmodo article a man's dentures got stuck in his throat during surgery, leaving him bleeding for weeks.
1: Oh God, of course I would. All right. All right. Quote, uh, doctors still mistakenly assumed he had developed severe pneumonia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Possibly caused by having inhaled food, stomach acid, or saliva into his lungs. But when a new set of doctors actually looked inside the man's throat. I repeat, actually looked inside the man's throat. After the man again complained about his symptoms, they quickly spotted something lodged across his larynx. End quote. Man, Holy yeah. shit. You
0: guys, you didn't even look? <laughs> no. What? So would you like to see the x-rays and please tell us if you could spot the problem. Oh, uh, first, we're going to take a look at the side view, and then we're going to look straight on. And of course, all of these x-rays will be on our Instagram. Uh, well, that's interesting pod. So Show first me. x-ray, side view.
1: Let's do it. All right. Yeah, there's a big problem there. It's <laughs> obvious. I'm not even a doctor. And and it's, it's uh, the profile view of uh, someone's throat area and jaw. It's uh, an x-ray, and uh, right in the throat area, there's a big white hunk of something yep. that looks like it doesn't belong.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Now, would you like to be straight on view? You ready?
1: Yep, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it is painfully obvious. It, it's, uh, it's the x-ray of a person's throat. And right in the middle of this neck that I'm looking at is what looks like dentures. (laughs) There's no there's no way around it. Yeah. The fact that anyone missed this
0: is so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking teeth, man. Those are that is a set of dentures. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, on the positive side, this became a learning experience for the medical field. I, yeah, um, the learning the learning experience is to look at your patient. <laughs> <laughs> Case study author Harriet Kneif hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Harriet is an ear, nose and throat specialist at uh, James Paget Hospital. Uh, they wrote, quote, presence of any dental prosthetics should be clearly documented before and after any procedure. And all members of the theater team should be aware of the peri- perioperative plan for them. End quote. Now, wait, you were going to say something? Uh, I just. There was a, a
1: theater team? <laughs> I think. Like, there was a large group of. Like, I've seen in doctor's yeah. shows where there's, like, kind of a seating area when people are getting operations.
0: Yeah. Are we saying that there were, like, 20 people there <laughs> watching this? So. <laughs> This is in the UK, so that might be like uh, there might be like any anyone in the room at the time. For the I, I see. Okay, yeah. so okay. I'm being really
1: hard on these doctors, and I need to <laughs> pull back. Maybe so... they were tired. Maybe
0: yeah, this procedure wasn't there yet. So yeah. maybe maybe we shouldn't have. Uh... Theater kids doing surgery. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe we
1: shouldn't have theater kids doing
0: surgery. That's it's either one or the other. One I'm or not the sure. other. You guys. Um, so I also know what you're thinking. How the fuck did they get down there in the first place? That's
1: also a great <laughs> question, which
0: I wasn't asking myself. Which is hilarious in so, and of itself. Well, it's possible the denters were accidentally pushed in when he was intubated. Okay, uh, which makes me furious and cringe when I think about all the fucking elderly people who were and are being intubated. Thanks to COVID. Oh my God! You're uh, right. Yeah, Harriet, the author slash specialist, did a little digging and reported in a 15 year span, 83 other people lost their dentures the same way. Are you serious? Yeah. 83. Yeah.
1: And while you're being intubated, that is a very invasive and scary procedure. Yeah. The fact that it, it was so. I again, I'm not a medical professional, but like the fact that that happened so many times.
0: I don't yeah. know. It freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, in this case, the false teeth were removed with forceps, dot, dot, dot. But that's not the end of his damn nightmare. No. Over six weeks, the following pattern occurred. Blood would flow into his mouth. He would panic, get admitted into the hospital, and then get discharged after all looked okay. But the blood would return and he would panic and then he would head right back and so on and so on.
1: Yeah, as one would do. I, I yeah, would, too.
0: Exactly. That's a- alarming. After, uh, finally, another deep dive into his throat by doctors, they found a torn artery. Oh, my uh, God. I know. Surgery was performed. They closed it up. And thankfully, y'all, he, too, made a full recovery. No more blood pooling in the mouth. And that's a happy ending for this kind of co- podcast. So, yeah. Please subscribe.
1: <laughs> Please rate. I, I wish I had thought of this at the beginning of this section, but I wish i had kept a tally of the number of times he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> I think we landed on like 6 or 12 or something like that. That's God. ridiculous. Yeah. I'd say a dozen. Oh, man. <laughs> so. I'm glad he's okay now, and I'm yeah. glad we have a procedure in place that's hopefully keeping uh, our our lovely... Yeah. Uh, Elderly patients dealing with COVID right now. God damn. uh, From having this happen.
0: Yeah. So it's just something else to weigh on your mind. (laughs) Yes. Another thing to worry about. So please, stay interesting. Please do.